The year 1977 opened with a mighty roar. The blizzard of 1977 hit western New York as well as southern Ontario from January 28th through February the 1st. Daily winds gusted over 110 kilometers per hour. That's up to 70 miles per hour. Snowfall totals in some areas were as much as 100 inches. That's over two and a half meters. Plus, drifts got as high as 30 to 40 feet. I mean, surely the next winter couldn't be as bad as this. Hi, I'm Chris May, host of This Day in Weather History, a podcast from the Weather Network in Canada. The 1977 Grey Cup from Montreal, Quebec, was dubbed the Ice Bowl. This day in weather history. I've already covered the Fog Bowl and the Mud Bowl, so why not an Ice Bowl? This is Canada, after all, and this championship game is played in the winter, after all, and until June 19th of 1983, when BC Play Stadium opened, it was always played outdoors. This may sound very stereotypical and likely a tad simple, but for real, this artificial turf playing surface for this game was far better suited for hockey than football on this day. As the legendary Yogi Berra would say, it's deja vu all over again. A blizzard hit Montreal two days prior to the game, and stadium crews were called out to work tirelessly to try and melt the snow off the field. Oh, remember they also didn't have a The Weather Network back then, so we're not alerted to the extreme temperature drop that was a coming. When it did the next day, oh, and it did, it turned that wet, melted snow all over the field to a solid sheet of ice. The irony here is that this stadium, which had been plagued by scandal and deceit since it was first even suggested leading into the 1976 Olympics, was always intended to have what would have been the first retractable roof. It would have predated the Sky Dome in Toronto by 13 years, but... In true bureaucratic fashion, it was still in storage in Paris, France, while the city politicians and the stadium's builders continued to bicker and fight legal battles. And the political struggles for Montreal do not end there where it applies to this game. No, not by a long shot, because on top of this weather disaster, there was also a transit strike in place that had shut down the city's subway and bus systems, likely using the coming Grey Cup as a bartering chip. But it's a football game. How bad could this be? Well, for starters, the game went on to set a Grey Cup attendance record of 68,318, so it was the biggest crowd to go and see a game at one stadium in these terrible conditions now. And if you don't already know the other really awful truth about Olympic Stadium, it is situated so far from the downtown that the only way to get there is by, you guessed it, public transit. No! This is going to be real bad. You got to figure that if there is a brutal winter storm at the stadium, there is also likely one where all of the fans are staying in Montreal's hotel hub downtown. So, for the over 68,000 Grey Cup ticket holders, most of them had to actually and carefully get there through the snow on foot. In a typical Canadian moment, however, the local fans put their partisanship aside and led the many football tourists from across the country most of whom were in from Edmonton, Alberta, to the game in a march to the stadium in the east end of the city. And they started out the morning of the game. A few things we got to consider here, so let's just back up for a sec. 
I do a quick check here on Google Maps and that tells me that the fastest route right now is basically nine kilometers. That's an over five and a half mile walk. Everyone who knows anything about the Grey Cup knows that the parties that precede the game go on for a solid week and the grand finale is the night before. And typically the craziest party tent is the Spirit of Edmonton. Heck, they rule events even when they're not in the game. So this mob of revelers were in rare form to be trudging through snow for almost 10 kilometers the morning after, I gotta say. And when everyone finally got there, the big O looked more like a big zero. Now, about those players. It was supposed to be the crowning achievement for the CFL and the city of Montreal, the biggest game in the country, and the home team is playing in it. Both teams were out on the field hours before the game, trying out different types of footwear as they were now desperately trying to figure out something that would give them any amount of grip or traction on this very slippery surface. It was comical. They tried broomball shoes, which players sometimes used on similarly icy turf. Nope, that didn't work. Others tried the old metal cleats, which are used on grass but were rarely used on the artificial turf that, that most stadiums had switched to, which was basically a thin little carpet over concrete. So the metal cleats just made matters worse. Many Alouette players actually drove staples to the bottom of their shoes in order to get good traction. And it worked! Montreal went on to obliterate the Eskimos in that game 41-6. to The 1977 Ice Bowl was the first Grey Cup played at the new Montreal Olympic Stadium. This day in weather history. Tomorrow is November 28th. We're going back to the year 1905. We'll be looking at the Matapa storm. This storm still stands today as one of the worst Witch of November events to ever strike a blow against the Great Lakes region and everyone who lived along its banks. We'll hit that up tomorrow right here on This Day in Weather History with me, your host, Chris May.